Take a trip into my garden. I've got so much to show ya. The fountains and the waters are begging just to know ya, and it's true, baby. I've been saving this for you, baby. I guess it's something like a funfair. Put gas into the motor, and boy, I'll meet you right there. We'll ride the roller coaster, 'cause it's true, baby. I've been saving this for. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay with Vaughn and Malik, the final episode of 2018. Um, we hope 2018 one. has been good to y'all. Um, it's been it's been interesting for us. Malik, how has your uh, week been since we last recorded? My week's been awesome, you know. Jolly, jolly, jolly. Holly, holly, holly. It's the Christmas season. Holiday season is here. Kwanzaa oh, has yeah. started. I completely forgot about um, Christmas. <laughs> how, yeah, how could you forget about Christmas? It's everywhere. You know, so Christmas was fun. Um, you know, it's all it's always good to fellowship with your family and to see the smiling faces of my sisters and brothers receiving their gifts from me. Like, that's always nice. And um, my mom cooked, of course, went over there, fellowship for the day. Um, went to another holiday party last night with some friends and, uh, you know, work. I'm just having, uh, a New Year's Eve party at my house next week. So that's going to be fun. Oh, that should be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, my week has been pretty blah. Work is winding down. End of the year is always so slow in the office to like wrapping up projects and just finishing shit like. I just, it's always like that weird in-between time, like after Christmas, but before New Year's, like everyone's moving slow. Right. No one really wants to do much. People don't know what what the day is. It's very cumbersome, but all in all, we're here. We're staying strong. What's going on with you? Uh, I've been good. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because this is my first uh, Christmas and it will be my first New Year uh, working in New York. And it's just so different because in Atlanta, in hospitality, anyone that works in hospitality knows in Atlanta, after like October, it's complete ghost zone until <laughs> maybe like February, March is kind of when it picks up. Um, but in New York, it's completely different. Like it's still very, very, very busy, um, actually more busy than, you know, some earlier parts of the year here. Um, but my week has been busy filled with a lot of um a whole lot a whole lot of it was good to see my um my nephews excited about their gifts one of them is only he's not he'll be two months in a few days um but his uh i bought him this little thing where he lies down it's like a a playset and he lies down and he it plays music and it has like animals and all types of stuff um and they laid my brother laid him in it and he was playing with it and he was smiling so that was really beautiful to see um, but I actually had a really crazy experience at work. Um, a guest tried to commit suicide. Oh, um, shit. <clears throat> yeah, and it was honestly looked like a murder scene. I was, you know, walking the floors, inspecting, and um, I got a text from my GM on my work phone that was like, uh, it was, he was basically like, have you heard about the 12th floor? And I heard, and literally when he said that, I heard someone yell. And I was two floors down, and I ran up, and I saw one of uh, the in-room dining attendants. 
And he was like, he was shook, like shaken. And um, the the guest, I don't know what he was going through, whatever he was dealing with, um, <clears throat> but he, there was blood everywhere, like all over the hallway, on the carpet, on the walls. And like our property is newly renovated and the, it's very like, <laughs> It's very like everything is white and cream and gray and wow, um, so it was super a fight. beautiful. So it looked like a legit murder scene. But the the gentleman, he <sighs> that's why I always tell people prior please prioritize your peace and take care of yourselves. I don't know what he was going through. It's when it's one of those situations where you look at someone and they're paying the kind of money he's paying for a room, and you think like his, you know, money isn't the 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 you know the alleviation of all issues i always joke that like i would rather to be stressed out in you know a penthouse than stressed out in the hood but it, it, yeah. it's crazy to see like that and and i think that's for me why i take mental health and um s- depression so seriously and i i know i talked about it in our last episode but I, I, I find it kind of hard to say that i suffer from depression or i deal with depression because I've never been in a state that would make me want to inflict such pain on myself like that. Like, this gentleman, from what we know, drank ungodly amounts of liquor and took three bottles of pills to the head and um, slit his wrist. And w- the reason why there was blood everywhere is because when he apparently when he slit his wrist, his vision was, like, the first thing to go. And he didn't. Yeah. He got rushed to the hospital. So he didn't die, but his vision was apparently the first thing to go. And I think when that happened, he kind of realized how real everything was. And he started freaking out and running around his room and running around outside. And it was really graphic and really, it was, I I was honestly shaken to the core. And it was, we had to clean it up because guests were still in the, the hallway. They were still like going to the elevators and stuff. So it's like wiping the blood off the wall. It was just wow it was That's, a lot wow, wow it was wow, honestly wow. a lot i've never and that isn't the first time that i've had to deal with suicide in a real way like i've never shared this story with anyone but like my brother tried to commit suicide when i was 10 um and this is another reason why i take mental health really seriously because he's always struggled with it um and i've always <clears throat> i think i'm the only one in our family because typical jamaican family um i'm the only one that from in my opinion, that is aware of the fact that he has mental health issues in, in the literal sense. Um, and I've always said, I, 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 you know, I want him to get therapy, but I, I was 10 and I stopped him from, from killing himself. He had hung, he was hanging himself in our garage in Florida. I had woke up to go to school. I was getting dressed for school and I heard my mom scream and I ran out and saw it. And luckily I've always been like bigger, like in height <laughs> for my age. Um, and my brother is only like five nine. Um, he's my eldest brother, and he was trying to. And I don't think a lot of a lot of our f- family knows this. I, I doubt my mom has shared it with anyone. So um, my cousin might listen to this and be like, "What the hell?" Because I know she listens to the show sometimes. Um, but yeah, he tried to hang himself with an uh, extension cord, like the the big orange and black Home Depot yeah, like extension cords. The industrial, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I had to literally height like hoist him up luckily i was tall and i've always been big like i said and i had to hoist him up that way because he was literally dangling like hanging and yeah like, fighting wow. and um it just it reminded me of that and it, and it also just reminded i know we've been talking about kanye west 
and Pete Davidson and I think for me the reason why I, I get so annoyed with Kanye is because he does make light and he does weaponize what is a very serious thing it's a very very serious thing so I just want to tell everyone to please prioritize your peace and take care of yourself if you need to talk to someone please do um, please please do because you really never know what people are going through and I know I'm, I'm one of those people that like I I never talk to anyone about what I'm dealing with I always say you know <laughs> the one thing God did was he made me my own therapist because I've been able to talk myself out of a lot of talk myself out and through a lot of things um like I don't have a, a, a therapist I don't I don't even talk to my friends really about the stuff that I deal with um but luckily for me like I, I can I, I always balance myself out and I've never been able to push like I've never been pushed to the point where I wanted to to like inflict such pain on myself like I I like I think I joked on the last episode that sometimes I'm like let me just jump in front of the D train and like make all this shit go away but to see to see what it looks like for someone to really be there to that point is next level because like I said he he put himself the the, the, the gentleman at my job he put himself the guesser put himself through so much pain like he even slammed the doors on his fingers trying to cut his fingers he was gone so <clears throat> he did get rushed to the hospital to my knowledge he's still alive he didn't pass away but just please prioritize your peace and take care of yourselves please, please absolutely please. absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Sorry to bring the episode down. That's like a, a a nosedive into into sadness, but you know it's yeah, reality. you know. But it's and like you said, it's real. It's real, yeah. and and I think that that goes right into our get it together for this week, um, which is my get it together this week. You guys is going to be titled "The Habits You Created to Survive Will No Longer Serve You When It's Time to Thrive," and uh. that's just essentially saying that things that you've created to protect yourself um you know the life that you've been living when it's really time for you to live and to go to the next level those things won't serve you anymore and today i want to talk about three ways to just stop surviving and to start thriving in 2019 mm -hmm. uh the first the first way is to decide what you want to do ultimately you guys a lot of you don't know what you want to do. Hell, I'm just now figuring out what I we want to do. We just had this discussion yeah. on the last episode. It's real. It's real. Like, what you want to do, who you want to be. Like, that's going to be the key in order for you to really thrive and flourish in the new year. Um, think about the things that make you happy. You know, a question that, that, that you should ask yourself is, what would you do every day for free? Like, if you were able to just give your time away, if you were able to just do what you love, what would that be? And whatever it is, that's your passion. Like, whatever you would commit yourself to do every day for free, that's, that's what you should be doing with your life. Um, number two, never be afraid to ask for help, whether it's mm. professionally or personally. There are people out there that want to see you win, that want to see you thrive, that want to see you do your best. And it's a huge mistake to not entrust those people with absolutely with whatever you're doing. And if that means psychotalk therapy, then that means psychotalk therapy. It's only taboo if you make it. You know, thriving is hard if you've never done it before. 
but talking to a trained professional to help you organize your thoughts and passions, it's nothing wrong with that. That's what they're there for. You know, there's so many believers in Christ and all these other deities. Um, they've been put here on this earth for a reason. So let's really, let's govern our trauma. Let's govern our, our experiences because they are our own. It's our shit that we have to protect, that right. we have to heal from. So with that being said, you really have to be really mindful of those things, you guys, and and, and own it. So share your goals with your managers, your friends, your family that you trust. Your tribe must hold Amen. With that you trust. That you trust. Keyword. That, that you trust. Trust them first. Trust them first. And you can feel if you can trust someone. You can feel if, you know, if this person makes you feel warm. If the person, you know, if when you talk to them, they're listening. To, they're actively listening to you. Not actively listening to you to respond because they think you, they have all the answers. Um... So, yeah, so share this with people that, that you trust. Your tribe must hold you accountable and responsible for the things that you want out of your life. Sometimes we get burnt out. But if you have a strong team that supports you, they will start your fire whenever it gets dim. And mm. that's what life's about. You know, you're not always going to be able to lift yourself up out of things. Not all the time. Some, sometimes shit just gets really, really, really dark. You know, and you're going to need people around you that will be able to lift you up. And, you know, just jumpstart you i actually and, i actually love that one asking yeah. for help is something that i'm not good at I'm i know actually horrible at doing <laughs> it like i literally will not i literally will rather put myself through like strenuous amounts of of issues and pain than yeah. ask for help but i'm really i'm getting better at it um i'm trying to get even better than i am now at it but that's a, that's a real and, I, and i've realized <clears throat> The best, and I, I want to say, like, shout out to creatives that are out here working because I've realized, like, the, the, the best way to make it as someone that's a creative, actually, I think this works in any collective, is having a, a solid group of people around you that you can trust, that you can grow with, that can help you and you can help them. Like, it's it's been, like, I always use, like, Kid Fury, Crystal, XD, Jade, uh, Kia, Dustin, Fran, and Asante, like that group of quote-unquote super friends, that's what people jokingly call them, as like an example, because all of those people, and shout out to XD, because he really is like, <laughs> he really is like the glue that brought all them together, and it's just amazing to see what they've been able to build um, as a collective, and like all that started with them kind of bringing their individual fan bases together, and like leaning on each other and helping each other to, to now live the lives that they want to live. So like that's a really, really important one. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't be because I mean, whatever fear that you have around being needed and wanting people to need you and, and, and needing pe- and needing to, like, to lean on people, it's only in your head. Right. So just get out of your head, live in your heart and ask for help. And lastly, but definitely not least, when you're thriving, you have to stop being afraid of what you can become. Woo! I know, I know. So often in my you heart, preach. yes, and this is all just from personal experience, you guys. So often in my heart, I've been afraid of like becoming the bitch that I know I can be. And the thing is, I'm only just delaying it. I'm still gonna right. become the bitch that, that that I'm supposed to be, but it's just a delay. Come on, Michelle and, Obama, become yeah. Her. I'm still. I, 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 I'm gonna become Michelle. I'm gonna be her. But it's about when. 
and the win is whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready to 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 literally be balls deep in it. And that and that choice is up to you. Yeah, like like when are you gonna be balls deep in it? Like you're balls deep in it with everything else but your life. Um starting new habits will feel weird and strange. You've been living life one way for X amount of years. How do you think it's gonna feel when you do it a different way? It's gonna feel uncomfortable, it's gonna feel strange, you're not gonna like it. But if you start, you can finish. Just put one foot in front of the other. Make that phone call. You know, send that email. Write this that letter. So up, you know, like just up, go online and apply to that school. Whatever it is, just if you just start it, everything right. else will fall into place. Stop dreading the execution it takes to actually manifest your dreams. Ooh, Malik, you are preaching. Like, like. It's real shit, you guys. It's real fucking shit. Because I just think about all the things that, that it's taken for me to do the things that I wanted to do this year. I barely became a yoga teacher. Barely. By the skin of my it. teeth. But I did it. I had to put one foot in front of the other. I was like, like girl, what the fuck am I going to come up with $3,000 to become a yoga teacher? How? But I said, you know what? I'm going to apply. I'm going to pay this deposit and figure the rest out because I know that God will make a way. If I do the work, if I start it, everything else will fall into place and it did. And it has. And it, and it has. So all in all, my get it together is send it around. The habits you created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. And it's time for all of us to thrive. It's time for all of us to literally walk into our destiny. Ooh. Because the time is now. It's 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 now. It's not. I want to clap next so time. bad right but now. But it's now. Fuck up the audio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, don't clap. It's all good. You are. You are. You're um, you're really but preaching. so you guys, that's my get it together. That's the last get it together for 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, for me at least. Um, that was beautiful. That was, yeah. I, and that honestly works um, perfectly with mine because my. Last Get It Together for 2018 is something that I've learned this year. Um, Believe in yourself, believe in your talent, believe in your brand, and believe in your worth. Yes. Um, Those are all lessons that I've I've learned this year and that I'm still accepting and still trying to live in. Um, I think I always said, like, the one thing that I don't have is audacity. Right, like <laughs> mm, mm, that's a good one. And what it takes to make it, especially in this world as a creative, is audacity. A lot of people yeah. like to call it, you know, um, cockiness. A lot of people like to call it, um, you know, say someone's full of themselves. But I've learned what it is is audacity. Yeah. Because you really have to have the audacity to believe that people are going to watch your YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. You really have the have to, have to have the audacity to believe that people are going to listen to your music. They're going to to listen to your podcast. There's a certain level of audacity you just have to have as a creative, and I struggle with that because I also struggle with knowing my worth. Like that's if, if I'm being very honest, I've I have huge issues with worth. And Me shout too. out to. Um, Savoy Jefferson of the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. Yes, um, he, he just, uh, they just dropped the la- their last episode of 2018, and um, they flipped the script, and he in- usually interviews people, um, and they interviewed him. And he's also a Scorpio, and he was sharing that, like, 
he's really been str- and he's in his like early 30s and he's been uh he shared that he's been struggling with like self-worth and um self-worth issues and like just kind of believing that he's enough and yeah. if you go listen to his whole monologue if you will or his whole spiel on that portion i honestly was like did you just put a mirror like what is going on it, it, it was yes. literally like looking into yourself um, myself it was like yeah. a mirror times 10 it was and shout out to him for that because i really needed to hear everything he said and him saying that like he's kind of just getting to the point where he's working through that and he's starting to really believe in his own worth was really touching to me because often like i feel like i'm the only person and i know i'm not i know there's a lot of people that suffer with um insecurities and, and self-worth issues um but sometimes it really can feel like especially in in the world of, as a creative that like you're the only person that doesn't believe in yourself mm-hmm. um and, and and that you don't have that audacity so it's good to hear somebody that's really out here doing it really out here making moves and like his his podcast has grown when i say tremendously, tremendously. over the past year tremendous yeah. i remember um discovering him via xd again xd really is like the connector seriously <laughs> that is the oracle like yeah. i don't know what it is <laughs> that nigga, he really is like the oracle but like i remember finding um Ypres thought via xd and then i listened to xd's episode thought it was great but i didn't subscribe immediately and then um daryl and six six poppy um daryl's boyfriend were both on the the uh, um Ypres thought and their episode was amazing and i was like Yo, okay you know what this this guy and he loves rihanna too and he's a scorpio and i was like okay wait i gotta get into him and like i subscribed and i've been a massive fan ever since um so it i said all that to say like you really do have to believe in yourself and and put the work in like like i said like malik was saying put the work in and at first it's uncomfortable like it, it and i know it's going to be uncomfortable for me to start like putting myself out there more and and um socializing and you know going out and etc cetera, etc cetera. but like if i'm going to get to where i want to get to i have to believe in my own talent i have to believe in my worth and I have to believe in my brand. And, like, it can sound, like I said, like, ostentatious, ostentatious to to have a quote-unquote brand. Because it's like, nigga, what do you do? Who are you? But you have to say, no, I do have a brand. This is who I am. And this mm-hmm. is how I'm presenting myself. And, yes. like, that's it. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So it's just, with, yeah. We're all going through the same thing, and we just have to come together and just lean on each other because we all are experiencing the same shit, just in different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that being said, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with you all. Hey, y'all. Hope you're enjoying this week's episode thus far. If so, please be sure to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is GrownUpGay, G-R-O-W-N, UpGay. Our Twitter is GrowingUpGay underscore. And our website, of course, is GrownUpGay.com. Now let's get back into this week's episode. All right. So it is time for Growing Up Gay. Um, For this week, we wanted to do something different. Um, We didn't want to focus on a um, certain topic for per se um it is the end of the year so we want to kind of do a year in review 
um, with our top five favorite things of the year. Um, before we get into that, I really wanted to, to speak on something that I kind of had fell out of love with, which is music videos. Mm. Um, I think because we have gone away from the days of watching, you know, uh, 106 and Park and TRL and having like a set place to, to see music videos outside of Vivo. I, as someone that wants to be a creative director, and I'm saying wants, not wanted, that it used to be a wanted, but now I'm kind of falling back in love with creative direction. Um, I stopped watching music videos for a while because I felt like they weren't really important. And I think it was honestly mostly because a lot of artists were dropping the ball. There were a lot of, I would say between 2014 and 2017, there were a lot of like blah music videos like <laughs> i think labels and artists probably weren't recouping from videos or they weren't really seeing the importance of videos because streaming wasn't as much of a thing as it is now um but ironically i think with the the the, resur- the surgence of uh streaming people have started putting more effort into making really good music videos in hopes that people will watch them aka stream them and they'll get those you know views which count towards their placement on the billboard hot 100 um so i just wanted to say 2018 was a great year for music videos and i'll be a thousand percent honest i didn't even realize how many good music videos were out until maybe like two or three weeks ago um shout out to tiara whack she got nominated for a uh music video uh, for a grammy for her music video and that kind of dropped me down a rabbit hole where I started seeing like all these videos that I had not seen because I just wasn't paying attention to music videos um so I just wanted to to list off some of my favorite music videos for the year then we'll get into our actual year in review this is not a part of the year in review these are just some music videos that I love um first off we can go to Cardi B's money music video which was directed by um Jora Francis which is actually a, a woman um so yeah, what did you think of the Money Music video? Because that is the latest one to come out, and I, it kind of had social media shook. Yeah, like I was shook. I mean, yeah. I just I thought that she definitely she stepped it up a hundred absolutely percent. I mean, just everything the the treatment of the video was just iconic for Cardi B. I think right. that this was like the moment we've been waiting for like to like really cement her visually as like a force like this was it like i feel like the the other videos she's done they've been really cute but this one it had like so much it was so avant-garde to me yeah and um it just had so so many like so many layers i love all of the looks i love that she was breastfeeding her baby unapologetically being a woman being strong and that celia cruz wig I, i lived yeah like i mean just it, it, it was just it was so much strength within the video like just so much strength and it was it was in your face it was overtly sexual and strong and i just feel like she was owning exactly what her brand is mm-hmm. I, I loved it i loved it yeah, i have to say i was i was like when i watched it, i was like wow like mm-hmm. yeah that wow. is a that is a megastar music video yeah like that's not a a pop star music video and no. that's a mega stuff that's a like big when budget. i watched it i was thinking like lady gaga bad romance beyonce run the world i was thinking like mega star huge right. budget production video it was a like a true production and i i have to say cardi has had the most amazing past two years i think 
that we've seen in a while. This is the she's probably had the biggest like come up we've seen in a very long time, um, and there have been so many questions in regards to her stardom, and I kind of feel like between the Grammy nominations and now seeing this video, it's cemented for me that like not only is she working, but she understands what she has to do, yeah, who she needs to be, and how it all needs to come together. Yeah, and I agree. I, she gets I applaud. It. Yeah, she gets it. She gets it. She gets it. Like, she gets it. Her team gets it. She gets it. And they work phenomenally together. Shout out to Colin. Um, he's her stylist. Amazing job. Again, the young lady that directed the video, amazing job. Just all around win for Cardi. Um, another brilliant music video this year was, of course, Beyonce and Jay-Z's Ape Shit, which is directed by... Ricky Saez and Jen Nkuru, who is a Nigerian young lady. Shout out to her, young black woman, making it, doing it. Uh, the Ape Shit video was phenomenal. Like, there's not really much <laughs> I wanted to say. It was just a stunning visual. Um, it was beautiful. It was yeah. really beautiful. I agree. Stunning visual. Yeah. And my absolute favorite video of the year is Kendrick Lamar and Scissors All the Stars. I actually really love that song. But that video is honestly the most stunning visual I've seen in such a long time. All the colors, it was just so vibrant and pink, like it was just, all the colors were so pigmented and it was just, it was just stunning. And Kendrick is another one that really gets it. Like Kendrick really gets that he's a megastar. And I feel like there's a lot of people that don't always get that. Like they get to that level, um... And they, they deliver good content, but there's a difference between, like, good content and, and like, great. mega star great content. Like, I feel like we have a few videos that we've had in the past few years that really cement that. Like, Rihanna's uh, We Found Love video is one of them. Gaga's Bad Romance video is one of them. Um, just videos that, like, really say, like, oh, okay, you get it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you truly understand formation. Like, you get it. Absolutely. Like, you know what you need to be doing. And um, Kendrick insists uh, All the Stars is definitely that. That was directed by Dave Myers. So, there's a ton of videos that came out this year that have all been great. I literally could have listed more, but those are my three, like, of the year. Um, so, with that being said, we're now going to jump into our year in review. So, the first um, segment that we want to vote to focus on was queer moments because this is growing up gay so malik what are your we're gonna start at number five what is your number five uh queer moment of the year we saw so many trans people in media this year just queer great actors um yes, and i'm did. really proud of that i think that obviously we need to see more but i love seeing trace Lissette and all the things that she did this year you know she started in the ballroom scene along with many other um, famous people like Amaya Scott. So yeah, so Trace Lissette, I'm really proud of her. Amaya Scott, we saw in um, Star. She's been rocking Star for a few seasons now. Yeah, she's been rocking. This is her second season in Star. And so I'm really happy that we're able to really see two women doing their thing. Um, Yeah, so those are my favorite two moments, like seeing Trace and seeing Amaya come out the gate, do their thing. And then there are also some other really fun 
uh, online shows that mm-hmm. with other trans actors that we you know that don't get the credit like there's a girl named Cece Nicole that 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 was doing her thing here in Atlanta. Another girl, uh, Stasha Sanchez, is doing her thing, acting mm-hmm. as well, doing a lot of online series. So I'm just happy that there are being more roles created for trans people in general um, to act and be seen and, and be visible in media, whether it's Absolutely. you know online shows or big budget uh, network shows. I'm really proud of that. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, my number five is... Um, queer people. Uh, there were a lot of queer people, openly queer people, elected into office this year. Um, in this past election, we saw t- like literally so, so many people, people of color, women, and queer people elected into office, and I just thought that kind of representation is extremely important. Like extremely important. Um, there were lesbian women elected into office and it, like it, it, it's beautiful to see because for so long the laws that have affected us have not been sought uh, sought out by us <laughs> it's been a lot of old white men and we aren't all we aren't all old white men so it's good to see that there are some people of color and queer people um, elected into office in the midterm election so Shout out to them. That's my I, number five. I agree. I agree. Um, people like Lamont Robinson in Chicago, District 5, who's running his election is going to be um, this March 2019. So if you're in District 5, which is the south side of Chicago, support him. Ooh, that's a major, too. Yes, he, super major. Same district I think Michelle Obama is from. Um, and I, what I mean from, I mean like lived in that district. <laughs> um, Sharice uh, David, who is a Native American MMA fighter, ex MMA fighter, she yes. was elected to Congress for Kansas. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So obviously, if you want to see representation, you have to support the people that are running. You have to support them. You have to donate. You have to really be out there shaking the table. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my number are we, are we on number three now? Four, four. Yeah. All right. So Janelle Monae, Pink. I know how much you love Janelle Vaughn. Yes. <laughs> what did you love so much about this this music video and her album Dirty Computer? I'm gonna save it for when I get to her. Ooh. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> on my list as well. So I'm gonna save it for when. So I get to her. what I really love about Janelle, you guys, is just how innovative she is. I think that this album, um. Most specifically, the pink video was really just, again, I personally love when women are overtly sexual in in your face because Mm -hmm. I think that so often women are sexualized and demeaned and and normally in like ways to be subservient to a man. And I just Mm -hmm. love when it's like the total opposite. No, I'm going to own this. This is who I am. This is my body. I can shake it, move it, groove it how I want. So I thought that her video was just that times a million and i just really loved it i didn't listen to her album honestly but i did love that visual well listen to the album it's good Um, (laughs) (laughs) my number four um is kid fury and lena waith working together um on an hbo show yes um that is a major moment for me specifically not that i'm kid fury or anything but he is a gay black dark skin jamaican man 
And like when you say representation matters, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. It's it's so hard. Like I've I've always struggled with seeing myself in media, and that's why I loved Rihanna, right? Because for me, being Caribbean, being Jamaican, is a huge part of who, who my whole identity. Like, it's I grew up in a Jamaican house. Of course, I was born in Jamaica, lived there partially. I grew up in a very Jamaican household, and then when I moved to America, I lived in South Florida. Like, nothing but Caribbean people. So, I'm so so connected to my culture and my people. And we often don't get shown in media, not accurately, not in ways that isn't like, you know, dreadlocks and weed. Yeah, um, ridiculous. So knowing that he's working on a show that's loosely based off of his life, which lets me know, like, the character's going to be Caribbean, the character's going to be dark-skinned, the character's going to be gay. It's like, ding, 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 like, all, that's me. <laughs> like, all those things is me. So um, I cannot, absolutely cannot wait for that project to drop and I hope like it does get picked up by HBO and it does get multiple seasons and multiple you know accolades and awards and just shout out to Fury because like I've been following him since he was sitting in front of that orangish pink wall (laughs) at his parents house (laughs) making YouTube videos back in like 08 um, and posting on his website and like I've been following him for a really really long time so to see him go from there to where he is now it's just it's mind-blowing it's 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 confirmation that you can do it too it is it's 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 inspiring it's it Mm -hmm. really really is because he is like you can it can happen you just have to put in the work you have to be dedicated you have to be fearless and he's done all those things and i just can't wait to see what he delivers i just i could not wait shout out to lena waith another yes. career person she's had yes. an amazing 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 year as well so it's just seeing them come together like it's it's the unity that we need in our community and you know we got to open doors for each other i agree and and lena waith is producing uh boomerang with holly berry on bet yes which is awesome so she is killing it you got tt uh blaming on quay who is going on tour with tyler perry so hey, listen, queer people in media—they're doing their thing. Doing it. Mm-hmm. What's your number three? My number three uh, is actually Lamont Robinson. I tied that in with uh, your politics. Oh, Lamont. great. Yeah, so we can go to number two. Number well, my number three is India. Um, finally, India Supreme Court finally de- decriminalized. Um, Homosexuality and, and gay sex. Mm, Finally, I heard in about September that. in September 2018, they turned over a 157-year-old law criminalizing gay sex in a landmark victory for gay rights in the world's largest democracy. So shout out to India. There are five judges who voted unanimously, striking it wow. down. So, um. I'm just that that's beautiful to to hear and shout out to the to the LGBT people in India. You know, you can't yeah. go to jail anymore for getting your rocks off. So which is awesome. <laughs> it's so interesting that people really think that everybody like around the world has has the same freedoms as we do here in America, but it's the total opposite. Mm-hmm. Like total opposite. Like, like people are being 
they're, they're getting their heads chopped off for being gay. Oh my god, yeah, I was reading something recently in, um, I think it was Ghana? About, um, a, a, a gay, uh, I guess he was a, a media personality. Also, mm-hmm. I wanted to say something. Bojo Dot is thinking Bantan. Go suck your mama. Okay? Translation? Translation, please? I'm the like, oh, reggae okay. reggae artist, Bojo Bantan. Let me make sure. Read this. <clears throat> Listen, when you get to speak of that patois, <laughs> I'm like, okay. You know what? Hold on. It wasn't Bujo, actually. Who was it? It comes out of nowhere. I told the wrong person to go, to go suck their mother. I'm so sorry, Bujo. It was, was it? <laughs> it really wasn't you. Did you read the wrong person? I really did. I just realized ah! that. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. We're, we're sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, he's had his he his long history of homophobia as well. Um, but there, I don't know if you guys know, there is a Jamaican artist by the name, well, He's Jamaican. He won X Factor UK. His name is Dalton Harris. Um, he is a very talented singer. Uh, clearly, he won, you know, X Factor. Yeah. Um, but, and you know, Jamaica. Uh, I, I I always said that I would want to speak on this um, in regards to homophobia in the Caribbean and. I don't know. Okay, I don't want to get into it right now. I'll. I have a post that I'm, I want to do about this, um, but we'll. We'll. I'll come back to it. I'll come back to okay. it. Okay. I'll come back. To right. it. I don't want to get thrown off track because it's already gonna be a long episode. Um, <laughs> I just. It just. It pissed. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm so sorry. So we're gonna number two while while, yes. while I'm searching. Number, number two, two is Queer Eye. Queer Eye made their return uh, last year. So this they they were renewed for a new season. Um, I really love the fact that they were able to tackle so many fun episodes. One in particular that I really loved is when they went to, I think it was Rome, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, and they m- met with this guy who was really, you know. I'm not gonna say homophobic, but was not the most inclusive, understanding person. And they were really able to show him a different side, like to show him, you know, I guess the the human aspect of queer people, which is ridiculous to me, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> they they were able to just bridge the gap with him, you know. Um, and they did all this cool stuff with him, got him new clothes, new furniture in his house. Um, so I liked it. I'm happy that Queer is back. I think it's a great spin on it with the guys they have um you know Camaro person of color along with the other uh gosh forgot his name the Indian guy so I'm liking Queer Eye um it's back season two tune in it's on Netflix um I didn't I didn't watch Queer Eye at all (laughs) it's funny but they have had a great year because I've been seeing a lot of people talk about them so, yeah. um, congrats, congrats to them. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is Janelle Monet and Pink and the entire Dirty Computer project. Um, Janelle is someone that people have always questioned in regards to her sexual orientation because she always was in a pantsuit. And you know what they say about women in pantsuits. Um, but the entire Dirty Computer project was great. 
the album is really really solid it's uh one of the better projects that dropped this year and it's nominated for album of the year at the grammys fingers crossed i'm hoping she wins it um because i think she deserves um but the reason why i think pink is so brilliant is because like you said malik it's overt it's not Mm -hmm. in it's not subdued it's not hidden it's not really layered she was literally wearing vagina pants mm-hmm. <laughs> like she she came to work dressed in, in the reality like yes <laughs> i am dressed like the thing i like to eat vagina mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she was not trying to hide it from y'all and it's brilliant because she's a black woman doing it yes and i feel like the black community is still so very homophobic and is still so very like fake christian and you know christian when it matters or you know super religious when it matters or whenever they can weaponize it to their benefit um so seeing someone as well respected and as high up as janelle being fearless and saying yes i'm pansexual um i believe she's pansexual because she likes all things it's not just women or men she just likes people whatever it is and see her and tessa thompson who is also queer you know parade around and and be just open and queer and happy was just it was brilliant the entire dirty computer project is so slept on like it was such a well put together visual and i was make me feel is my shit very prince you know very very prince inspired um the Django Jane is also dope. She was spitting on that one. So just, yeah, definitely my number two for this year is Janelle Monet, Pink. Okay. I'm going to listen to the album and get back with you. Please. My don't. number one, you guys, is going to be... Our number one. <laughs> our, you're right. Actually, our number one, because we both had this for number one, is going to be Pose. Yes. Um, Me, personally, it's number one for me because we finally get to see actualized, realized characters um, that look and talk like me, that have experienced some of the same things that I've experienced. And I think that Pose was just a groundbreaking show in the sense of being the first of its kind, not groundbreaking in, in the stories that they're telling because these stories are really familiar to me and people like me. But, but they are they too. are they are groundbreaking though because they haven't been told to the masses. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say that next Vaughn, oh. that they haven't been told <laughs> that they that they haven't been told, you know, to the masses, and and this is the first time it's ever been on network TV telling these stories about queer people in underground ball ball culture and how their lives were positively affected by this, right. you know, how these people were kicked out of their houses and how these people created their own lives and their own identities. And I just think that the show just so accurately depicts the tenacity that is queer people of color. Um, How we have to fight, how we Mm -hmm. are just, for lack of a better word, magic. Like, queerness is magic when you accept it and when you learn how to harness it and when you know that it makes you special, not anything less than that. It makes you special. It doesn't demean you. It is who you are. So I just love the fact that Pose was able to capture the beauty of my people in that and, and, and share it. I a thousand percent agree. I, yeah. Pose coming together 
and seeing it go from being talked about online and seeing them doing the castings, I think that that was honestly one of my favorite parts of the show was kind of watching it all come together. Um, shout out to Shar Jassel. Um She is a podcaster. She's well, I'm sorry. She's a host. She's a personality. And she also has a um, Char, this is Shar says so on Twitter, by the way, if you're wondering who I'm talking about. Um, and she also has a podcast and I love her podcast so much. And it's, it's called KAT radio. Um, she hosts it with Jace and she is a trans, uh, woman. She's a trans black woman. Um, and she was, she had Angelica Ross and a few different people on the podcast and they had been talking about it for months before, you know, anything came out. So it was, I kind of felt like we kind of got to watch it come together and seeing that they were casting actual trans women and mm-hmm. hiring actual, you know, gay people and trans people to play. To write and develop it, yeah. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. they wrote their story. They acted out their story. Like they, And that, I think that's a first. I don't think we've ever seen that happen before because for the longest while we've had either um, queer men... I'm sorry, either heterosexual men or in some cases even even um i completely just blanked out what i was gonna say anyway we've had a lot of basically other people acting out our stories and telling our stories and i feel like that takes away from the authenticity of it all and that takes away from being able to really connect to the story that's being told so I'm just so happy for Pose. I can't wait for the next season. I did hear that they're potentially thinking about um, switching Pose into into a anthology like, series. Anthology yeah. series, which I really, mm-hmm. really, really, really hope they don't do. Like I'm very against that whole idea, and mostly because I feel like the anthology series idea thing is cool, but there there can be more than one queer show it doesn't just have to be one you know what i mean like it's okay to hire more queer people and 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 do the anthology series as something completely separate let pose live on as its own entity and its own thing because there's still so much to be told like that story that story is not done at all i agree i definitely think there's more to be told um i personally would not mind seeing an, an anthology series i think it would be fun to see Absolutely. it shake, just not shake it up those. a little bit. But, <laughs> but but obviously, the stories are not done. There's so much that, that we want to see. We, we want to know what's going to happen with Blanca and her status. We want to know, you know, is Praetail and the guy going to move forward? Like, you know, Darren they, is still... The, I was going to say, they really didn't even touch on Darren's story. Like Exactly. Like, Darren is still, you know, in school. And, you know, his boyfriend went on tour. Like, what's going to happen with Ricky? So, I think there there's so much to grow on with the story. It would... It would seem like a missed opportunity to like stop so soon, right? Um, so you know, hopefully they keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. So those are our top five queer mo- uh, queer moments for the year twenty eighteen. Um, next, I wanted to move into music. So Malik, what is uh, do you, well? First of all, we're gonna focus on albums first. So yes. do you have any honorable mentions before you want to get into your top Honorable five? mentions for my 2018 albums. I'm going to honorable mention Christina Aguilera's album. Uh, yes. The newest one. 
The name mm-hmm. is escaping me right now. <laughs> Liberation. It's called Liberation. Thank you. <laughs> and I was able to see her on tour thanks to my lovely friend, Vaughn. You uh, She was amazing. Thank you so much again. And Christina's album, I thought, was executed pretty well. Um, yes. It was, to me, it was better than Bionic. Um, I really... I really, I really enjoyed her album. I really enjoyed her album. I thought it was, I thought it had a good concept about being strong, being fearless, healing yourself, moving forward, not taking any shit. I liked it. Um, my second honorable mention and last honorable mention is going to be Queen. Now, the reason I put this as an honorable mention is because I thought, I thought that Queen, if Queen was like ten songs, it would have been, it would have snapped completely. <laughs> but um, there were, uh, there was a lot of fluff to me, songs mm-hmm. that I really could not get into. But there were a lot of good songs that I did like a lot. Um, I thought that Nikki stepped up her bars for the songs that did hit like Chun Li, mm-hmm. like Sir, like MIA, like um anyway, yeah, Queen, honorable mention. What are yours? I have <laughs> I have quite a few honorable mentions. Um, Ooh. Okay. Only because I'm indecisive and a Scorpio. Sorry. Okay. Um, my, well, okay. I have Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy okay. as one of my honorable mentions. Um, I have, I'm sorry, not Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour as one of my honorable mentions. Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer as one of my honor- honorable mentions. Ariana Grande's Sweetener. As one of my honorable mentions, um, 1970, the 1975. Also, um, I forgot what's the name of their album. Give me one second. Y'all. I'm so sorry. The 1975 is an alternative group. I don't know if y'all know. I don't know if you know who they are, Malik. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, familiar. they're an alternative group. I absolutely love them. I don't. Is their album a brief inquiry into online relationships? Yes, a brief in- yes, a brief inquiry into online relationships. That's okay. also my last honorable mention. Great fucking album. Great album. Um, so we can move into our number fives. My number five is gonna be M Nike. Yes. How do you say his name? M M N I K. It's not M I K. M I K. But yeah, um, I really like M N I K. He follows the show. Shout out. I really shout love language. Him. Yeah. Shout out to shout, shout out to M N I K. We're going to see him in New York next. In February, in, in like two months, <laughs> yeah, very soon. Um, but I really love this album because I just thought that it was. I really enjoyed hearing a black guy sing pop bubblegum music, but mm-hmm. also with I thought a really edgy, strong twist on it because he is a guy. Like songs like Big Crazy World, I really love just the production and the beat and how it was so house and it just really moved me and made me want to dance again. Songs like Come Correct, just talking about how. You know, he has to put his best shit forward and he's not going to just, just put anything out. Like, I really appreciated that. Um, songs like Tongue and Oh, I Love Color with, yeah, I Love Color with, with Haley Steinfeld. So I just thought that um, his, his debut album, Language, was really um, put together really nicely and packaged. And I thought it was collectively and wholly a good body of work. Shout out to Eminique. Shout out to him. Shout out um, to my number five, I kind of said it earlier. It's Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. <laughs> <You did it. laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Um, but yeah, Invasion of Privacy, 
solid album. I have to say, I didn't go back to it um, much after like three months, being completely honest. But I did think it, it was a solid body of work, a great introduction to Cardi. Um, and I just think it, it had it has had such good shelf life. Um, and it's, it's done so well that I had to include it on my list for uh, one of my favorite albums for this year. So Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B is my number five. My number four is going to be Invasion of Privacy, you guys. Same girl, Dead. different order. <laughs> number, number four, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. I agree with Vaughn. I think that her album, it, it was like she, Cardi, for me, she took me back to like 04, 03 when people actually like let the album peak when they actually yes. let the album go they, they let, let it, it perform they let it perform and i appreciated and, that about this album it, it didn't feel rushed it didn't feel in your face it was like it was a natural just progression of the music and and how she took time to perform all of the songs and all of the songs charted and they all got certifications like i just really appreciated the tempo of the rollout and and, and how she performed like even after how she came back from pregnancy, not with right. a new album, but continuing with the, the momentum. same body of work. Yes, yes, the same body of work because it wasn't done. Like it wasn't, and, and she was able to continue to just perform and tour and really allow the songs to grow on their own. So that for me earned her the number four spot. I'm actually really happy you said that because I think for me that was what I loved most about the album as well. Yep. She let it actually live. And it was the first time I think we've seen that in a really, really long time. Like, she did the late-night TV show interviews. She did the performances at, you know, all the, the key places, SNL, um, the, all the late-night circuits. Yeah. She performed at festivals. Like, she really gave us what we used to get from artists. And I think we're actually reverting back to that, ironically. Absolutely, we are. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to say that Cardi was one of the, the first to kind of take that step back and, and give us that full treatment. So, shout-out to her and her team. Um, for that, my number four is going to be um, now Saturn by Now or Nao. Um, I yes. still don't know how to fully pronounce that name. Her name. Uh, that album is just phenomenal from top to bottom. Um, if you are, if you are familiar with Now, you know she has. Um, she gave us for all we know in 2016, and I was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely obsessed with that album. And I felt like Saturn was such a great next step um i love the way she infused um afro beats and there's r&b there's some funk it's just little jazz it's just such a great body of work um some of my favorite songs on the album are drive and disconnect again the afro beats um orbit is oh my god that is my song like that is such a brilliant song. Orbit is just ugh, make it out alive. Um, is another favorite of mine. Another lifetime. Just, just so much quality. So much quality on this album, and I'm just in love with Saturn by now. Nao, Nao, now however you pronounce her name, Saturn, phenomenal. I'm gonna get into it. Um, my number three, you guys, is going to be from Chloe and Hallie. The kids are all right. I absolutely love these that, guys. I got, see, I got to see them um, on tour, not only with Beyonce, but at their own show um, at uh, Center Stage. Like their show at Center Stage, it 
Originally, they, they were in a smaller venue, but the tickets sold out so bad the week the week of the show that they went to mm-hmm. a larger venue. I'm just really proud of them. They started on YouTube, and for them, like I, I just love the way that they were developed, and and like they Beyonce and the team really took their time with putting them yeah. out with actual sure artist were, development. Actual artist development, like these yeah. girls were working, and you can tell that they have cultivated their skills. Like they wrote and produced most of the album. Um, the songs just, their tone together is just impeccable. Um, some of my favorite songs from the album are like High Low with, with, with Gold Link, Fake, mm-hmm. Down. I mean, the, this is the album Happy for me Without I, Me? Ha- oh, oh my gosh. My oh, God. please. Let's not even talk about that song. Oh, I love that the song me- so The melody, much. the melody and the cadence oh. is just, and Chloe's ear, Chloe's ear is so strong it's so strong and you can really tell that she knows exactly what she wants it to sound like and that's what i love those ladies about these sing girls. they sing they sing those down. are two singing ass little girls they're not yep. little girls they're doing their 20s yeah, yeah. they yeah, sing mm-hmm. so sing. um yeah. i'm gonna go with chloe and hallie and, and and much like cardi b they've also been on the late night circuit they've also been yes performing that's, that's what i'm really? saying yo that that whole aspect is really coming back and it yeah. makes me so happy like i really hope it continues and with the major acts as well i hope they don't skip over it because it's such an integral part of an album's rollout like it's so important and i hope that comes back especially for rihanna and beyonce well, is B drop it? You think B? Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. All um, right. So that was your number three, correct? Yes. Um, my number three is "Bloom" by Troy Sivan. Um, Troy Sivan, if you don't know who that is, he is a um, he started out on YouTube, much like Chloe and Hallie. Um, he's gay. He's young. He's white. Um, it's funny because when I worked at uh, my property in Atlanta he actually came and stayed with us and he was so, so like aloof and like <laughs> he was so um, he just he acted like you know how some people act famous but then they don't act famous yes. he was kind of like that like you could tell he was like do people know me or do people not he didn't know like which which lane to fall in um, but I actually fell in love with his album randomly um, I heard the song Bloom which I love that song so much. It's fun. It's gay as hell. And it's about, I'm pretty sure it's about bottoming. Mm. It's like, a, I, I always joke and say it's a verse anthem. You know, I, I bloom for you. Just for <laughs> you. <laughs> but um, no, the, the overall album is really, really good. It's like a, it's like a dancey, pop-ish kind of sound. But there's some like bass to it. It's just really, really, it's a really good album. Shout out to Troy Sivan. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do. I'm being a thousand percent honest because I wasn't super into him when he did YouTube covers. And his first project, I didn't really, didn't really capture me. But Bloom absolutely captured me. So if you um, need something to, to check out, please check out Bloom by Troy Sivan. So, I'm gonna check it out. Number two. My number two is gonna be uh, "Everything Is Love" by the Carters. This album came as a surprise. Damn. How most of Beyonce albums come, but <laughs> I appreciated this album because I felt like it was different in the sense of I'm not like 
I'm not much of like a hip hop fan, honestly. Like truthfully, mm-hmm. I don't listen to Jay Z, but this album made me a much bigger Jay Z fan. Um, just the lyrics, the production, the attitude, the audacity of the album um, really spoke to me. My favorite song of the album probably is "Nice." I can do anything, motherfucker. I can hell do anything. Nah. You know. Um, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Summer, Beyonce sounds beautiful. Taking some cues Absolutely. from Miss Lauren Hill. Um, that is a song. Grammy. Yeah, that's a song. It was a whole album. I just, I just loved that the album was all. It truly was about love, and you, you're able to just listen to the music and see the ups and downs of a relationship. You're able to see that it comes down to the will to want to make things work, the will to want to love someone. In spite of their flaws, the will to want to, you know, be selfless, be selfless in love, if that's even a thing. Obviously, they describe it in the album, so it got my number two spot. And I, and also, when the songs, when they performed the few songs that they did on tour, they just came to life for me. Like, oh, I was like, yes, this is what I wanted to see. Everything Shout is love. To them. Number two, so- solid project. Solid um, project. My number two is honey by robin um anyone that knows me knows i love me some robin not just yes you do actual Mm -hmm. robin um and i've been waiting for this album for freaking ever because her last project prior um to honey outside of the little like side albums that she did with um royks pop or whatever however you pronounce her name um, her own actual last project dropped in 2010. Um, and I remember going to see her on tour with Katy Perry, of all people. <laughs> um, so I'm really... I really was anticipating this album. Like, I was super, 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 super waiting for a Robin project to jo- uh, drop. And I remember the first single came out, and I was in love with that. And the album itself just has captured me, and I cannot wait um, to see her when she goes on tour... And I'll get more into some of the songs in a second, but it's just a honey, great album. Great album. Great album. And for my numero uno, number one, the top spot, I'm going to give it to the best-selling female artist of all time, Miss Glitter, Miss Mimi, the elusive Chanteuse herself, Mariah Carey. (laughs) The skinny legend. The skinny legend. I'm going to give it... Queen of Christmas. The Queen of Christmas, literally, and how appropriate that is because she deserves it. Caution to me was um, a really strong album. It was, it was not is. the best album. Yes, it's 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 a strong album. It's a very strong album. And I think what what I love most about Mariah Carey is that she's that girl that just when you think she's down and out, just when you think. Oh, she can't put out any more hits or she's not relevant. She puts out music that is so relevant, that's so timely, that's that, that's like such a vibe. And she keeps it real. And like, when I remember about real, like she keeps it on authentic brand. Like uh, she yeah. keeps it authentic to herself. Like songs like Giving Me Life, The Slick Rick. Like it's just Ooh, that Mariah, is my shit. she also Giving me Oh fuck life. yeah. It's it's so old school and just the, the tone of it and the feel. And I just think Mariah is that girl who's always been able to have her ear to the streets, especially when it comes to including hip-hop and crossing over in that way and really meshing the genre. She is know. really good at that. Yeah, she's great at that. I mean, she started it. She's the one that helped 
bring hip hop and R and B together in pop music. So I think Caution was a great album. I love No No, love Give Me Life, love The Distance with Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, Such that a- is my song. That is my song. Yes, The Distance is like it's it's it's, it's a vibe, and I just think that yeah. Mariah was able to come back and give us current music that's that's current, but not like fake and. Oh, I'm trying to be young. I'm trying to be hip. It was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm listening, but I'm gonna also figure out how I can innovate it and make it my own. And I think Mariah did a great job at that. So for me, that was the best album that I've heard this year. For me, <laughs> my number one is going to none other than Megan V. Stallion with Tina Snow. Um, Tina Snow has been my anthem This album has been my shit since it's dropped I fell in love with Megan last year The end of last year uh, When she dropped her freestyle And Ever since then I've been Her Houston freestyle And ever since then I've just been waiting I was waiting and waiting And then she blessed us with Tina Snow And like it's just I love female rappers right? And I love I love nothing more than hearing a woman talk her shit and Megan does that so well. What the fuck I want? Hot girl, good at uh, cognac queen, big old freak. Oh my, cocky as fuck. Like that. There's so many songs. This this entire album is a vibe, and it's honestly been the one project that I've consistently re- revisited all year. I'm still it's still on my gym playlist. Every time I make a new gym playlist, I gotta include at least one or two of her songs into that. And speaking of that, by the way. She has this new song with Wale that is everything. And Wale kind of hasn't dropped um, a bop in a while. Like, well, I, I, I shouldn't say the that last time I've heard a Wale song. <laughs> um, they have a song called Pole Dancer. It's like a twerk anthem, like a strip club. It just, it goes. So I'm, I cannot wait to see what 2019 has in store for Megan. I'm definitely a hottie. Hot girls make some noise. You know what I mean? That's what she calls her fan base. So, Tina Snow, my absolute favorite project of the year. Hands down, without a doubt. Hot Girl Megan did that. So, from albums, we're going to move directly into songs. So, do you have any honorable mentions for favorite songs of the year? Yeah, I have a few honorable mentions. So, Happy Without You, Chloe That's and Hallie, for, sh- for sure. Um, I love Normani and Khalid Love Lies. Such a cute mm-hmm. that was a good such song. a cute little bop. You know, I think it was it was top ten for sure. Um loved uh KOD off of J. Cole's album. Such a oh, good yeah. This is such a, a good beat. Money. Yes, yes. Yeah. When that song comes on, I'm like, yes, I love that beat. Um, those are my honorable mentions right now, those three. Because those are songs like I really loved and went to. Um, my honorable mentions. I have MNEK with Tongue, brilliant song, and I'm so mad that that was not like a hit hit. Like that, that shit deserved to be top ten. Like that is such a great his whole album should have been a hit hit. Yeah, that is such a great song. Like I, I really hope um MNEK gets the the shine that he deserves in 2019 because that song is really really great. Um, the 1975 again. Uh, they have the song called Love It If We Made It. I love that song so much. It and it's funny because you wouldn't. Ex- I personally didn't expect this kind of a song from them, but it's so honest, it's so in your face, and 
honestly, like I said, how I've kind of like rediscovered my love for creative direction. This was one of the songs that did that for me because I want to do the video for this. It's already out, but if I could redo the or do the actual video for this song, I would. It would make my heart so content. It's just such a brilliant song, and they're talking about like where we kind of are now in 2018 with things, everything from politics to race issues, like all that kind of stuff, is what's discussed in the song. But it's it's done it in such a it's done in such an honest way and it's also just a really good song so love it if we made it the next 75 also charcoal baby by blood orange is my jam um this project that blood orange dropped wasn't my favorite <laughs> by them um but by hammer but you know charcoal baby's my song drake's nice for what jam 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 nice for what came out of nowhere and was kind of everything that everyone needed anyone that needed to feel like a bad bitch for a moment <laughs> like nice for what did that for you so absolute jam and my last honorable mention is cc maria um by malik maria? berry yes maria cc Ma malik berry i've been standing for him consistently if you follow me on twitter you know that i've been standing for malik for like the past year and a half Ever since Shout to Flo introduced me to him, um, Florence, she introduced me to him. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with Malik Berry. And I really, really hope he got to work with Rihanna because I know he wanted to. Um, and I know I told her to work with him. So I'm, I'm praying the gods heard <laughs> and made them come together because he's, he's just phenomenal. Like, everything he touches is fire. Like, he's the Afrobeats king, like, hands down. So those are my honorable mentions. Nice. My number five is gonna be Black Effect. Everything off of the Everything Is a Love album. I love that song because motherfucker, I have the Black Effect. I mean, <laughs> we all have the Black Effect, especially well, Black people have the Black Effect. Um, we have the Black Effect, and I just, I just thought that yes, I'm good on every MLK Boulevard, motherfucker. Like yes, I'm good <laughs> anywhere I go. Like that's all. It's just she good. He good. Like it's just, it's just so empowering. Like I'm strong. I can do it. I am good. I'm going to come to your hood and shut shit down. There's nothing you can do about a motherfucker. Like, that's how that song makes me feel. And, um, yeah, number five. Um, my number five is Ariana Grande's God is a Woman. Mm, that's a good one. That is my shit. Like, Ariana really did what she needed to do. She, you know, she tightened that ponytail, strapped on those thigh highs, and she went to work. Like, God is a Woman is a jam. It's a phenomenal vocal and just a great song, like an all-around great, great song. So I agree. That's my number five. I love hearing it acoustic. Yeah. Sounds oh, great. So, so gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number four, we talked about it earlier, Give Me Life featuring Slick Rick off of uh, Mimi's Caution album. It's just a nice old-school track. I love how at the beginning of the song they have, I think it's Eddie Murphy um, talking um, and just... Get the fuck out! Like, I'll, get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Like, I love "Give Me Life." It's it's a, it's a nice mood. It's it's very melodic. Her vocals are sweet and they and they just spot on. Give me life. My number four is "Honey" by Robin. Ugh. There, I have a list of songs that like I want to experience. Like, I don't partake in drugs, but there. 
if I ever decide to get high, there's a few songs that like I have to listen to, just like without a doubt have to listen to. And Robin's Honey is one of those songs. It's mm. Robin never makes heard it before. the Really? I've never heard it before. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Robin makes the best pop, like dance pop music ever. And Honey is just that. It's a it's so beautifully written. Just it's per, it's the perfect song. It's the perfect song, and I I just love it so much. So that's my number four. It should it could be higher on this list, low key, but I'm gonna leave it where it is right now. For right now, leave it right there. Yeah, <laughs> it has a place. Uh, number three, ape shit. Come on, I mean. Hey. Beyonce said, pop it, I'm popping my bitch, stop popping, I go to the dealer and cop it all. I mean, come <laughs> on, like, that's my that shit. verse, that's my shit. Like, yeah. that's my shit. Like, I was like, yes, be talk that shit. Rap fast, sing fast. Um, you know, Offset uh, and Quavo, you know, wrote and produced it. I just really loved it. it I, I love the it. The are fun. Yeah, the, and the niggas are fun. They're, you know, they're fun. They, you know, Problematic, they, but fun. It's okay. Oh, it's fuck, but fun nonetheless. And I, and I like the song. Um, I love the ad libs. I, I loved everything about it. So, Ape Shit for me is definitely a club a club banger. You get, I get ready to it. I work out to it. Number three. Definitely great in the gym. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is going to be Bloom by Troy Sivan. I talked about the album earlier. Um, the song itself is... And I, th- I think what, what I love so much about the song is hearing a gay man sing about a gay relationship. There's no... And, and obviously, they use metaphor for, you know, to make the song not graphic. Sure. But it, it, because, it honestly doesn't have do that. to. Right. But honestly, it doesn't even have to be graphic because it could mean so many different things. Um, it could just simply... When he says Bloom, he could easily be talking about um opening himself up in in the in the emotional sense like he he could be speaking about that but it's just such a great song and it's another song like i said that i've rediscovered my love for creative direction and every single time i listen to the song i visualize a music video in my head and i'm just like i wish i could have helped create the because his video for it is good but like it could have been you know, like that girl <laughs> had, he, <laughs> had he, you know, jumped into my DMs and asked me to do it, which clearly he wouldn't do because he doesn't know me. But like, it's, <laughs> it is a, um, just a phenomenal song, and I'm kind of sad that it wasn't nominated for anything. But you know, it is what it is. Should deserves a Grammy nomination. It really does. So my number three is "Bloom" by Troy Sivan. All right. Um, my number two song is going to be by the new lead actress in Angry Birds 2, Alika <laughs> Marat. spot on casting, because if anything, I mean, Nikki is an angry bird. Like, that is, I that is her, angry. that's Loki her brand. That's currently yeah. her brand. So it's When I heard her. that they had given this girl the role, I said, perfect. Right. Um, number two spot goes to Chung Lee. I mean, the song was hot. The beat was hot. Chung Lee's um, my shit. I can't even front. I mean, come on. I've been on. Like, I mean, it, it just was an in your face, I'm that bitch kind of song. And like Vaughn said, we love hearing women talk that shit. Like, right. 
I love it. And so I was very cats off to Nikki for that song because it definitely saved the Queen project. Uh, that's your number one, right? That's my number two. Sorry, sorry, I got confused. Um, my number two is going to be Sidong by Cranium. Cranium is a dance hall artist um, from Jamaica. And yep. Sidong is just my absolute. It's low key my probably my actually my favorite <laughs> record of the year, but I'm gonna make it number two for a reason. Um, I I, I love Cranium has has delivered a bunch of bops like over time, but like Sidong for me is just, and I I really cannot wait for it to warm up. It's kind of sad that I didn't have it in the summer, but it's okay. I just can't wait for it to warm up and to be like on a beach or to be like somewhere in a warmer climate or at like a club or something in this play because listen, Ting's Afiguan when you know this one drops. So I sit on my cranium. If you don't, if you aren't familiar, please get familiar. It's it is dance hall. If you aren't good at you know using your hips, you might be a little uncomfortable because it just takes a lot of you know gyrating to, to really get into the song so cranium I'm, sit down. I'm gonna play it cause I love winding my waist yes wind your waist <laughs> wind the wind wind your waist I love all that I love I love all that moving and grooving um my number one is gonna be with um pro- definitely the queen of rap current reigning queen of rap uh Miss Cardi B with her new single and epic music video Money Definitely the after seeing the visual, this like I just made me love the song even more. more. Like it was the perfect song to end the quarter with. So strong. I play it all the time. It's like uh Kiss the Ring, kick rock sis. Like, come on. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Culture. It. I, culture. I love I love Cardi. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna give her my favorite song of twenty eighteen. It's gonna be money. My number one is actually, like, super surprising even to me. Sicko Mode by Travis Scott and Drake. Oh. Y'all. That's a great song. Yo, Sicko Mode is my shit. Like, every single time it comes on, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, let me me get in my bag because it's one of those songs that, like, it really... And it was so funny. Um... My my one of my friends came up from well three of my friends came up from Atlanta um about a month three weeks ago now, um, and we were in the Forever Twenty, is it Forever Twenty One? No, it's Zara in um Chelsea, and they have a DJ on the weekends, and the the dude brought back Sycamore like three or four times. And when I tell you every single time, the entire store, three floors of the entire store was just going, like, (laughs) dancing, just jamming. And, like, that night for me with all my friends, like, us vibing out to that song made it grow on me so much more. And, like, I've always loved it. But, like, it's just definitely song of the year. The production is insane. The verses are bomb. Drake is coming at Kanye's head. And I'm here for it checks over stripes bye sicko mode <laughs> that's my <laughs> absolute number one um record of the year by the way guys if there's any songs that y'all want us to check out 
anything that you're listening to because we are going to ask you guys on twitter um what your favorite um songs albums etc of the year are please let us know because i'm all that's one of the things i definitely want to do in 2019 is, is listen to more music and listen to more artists because we are inundated with music these days like there's so much music because it's so much it's so um so much easier these days to put out a project that it, it can kind of get be hard for us to really like sift through and speaking of that i know i mentioned jay scott call me when you get this on honorable, honorable mentions for favorite albums but please check him out he is a queer uh male artist and his album is really really good his name is javon i follow him on twitter that's the homie he like pulled a Beyonce on everyone and dropped a surprise album. I didn't even know he could sing. And I think I talked about it on the show before. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really, really solid project. I'm really proud of him because, like, it's well put together. There's artwork. It's, like, it's really, really good. So, Javon Scott. So, we're going to move on into what I've (laughs) nice um, titled, We Were All Rooting For You! How (laughs) Dare You! Canceled in 2018. People that we're just, we're done with. We don't want to hear no more. We're tired of. We just had to cancel them in 2018. So who is your number five? My number five is going to go to City Girls. Um, I, I, you know, I'm trying to really not be hard up on them. Because I feel like if you're going to be hard up on City Girls, be hard up on every male rapper that's out here too. Now, the only difference to me is... That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. The only, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the only difference is to me is that the city girls they spoke out ignorantly, their yes. positions were ignorant. And I feel like the, when other male rappers say homophobic thing, homophobic things in their music, it, it normally stops there. But these girls, Young Miami specifically, um, because JT just, didn't even do nothing. JT, <laughs> you know, like JT in jail, just trying to like you know make it. Yeah, <laughs> like her, the, the fact that she felt the need to speak out on this and really give information on why she doesn't want her son to be gay, how she beat it out of him. It just was all too much for me, and I felt like, sis, you're at a point now in your career where you need to be informed of what the fuck is happening in the world, and if you are still making a choice to be ignorant and to justify your ignorance with hate and just dumb shit it's like girl how far do you really think you're gonna get like i'm not telling her that she has to be this gay advocate and you know stand for gay rights no 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 but what i am saying is that you do have a responsibility to make sure that you are informed and that the people that you are speaking to that they don't follow along in your ignorant footsteps and i feel like girl over it she's done for me i'm good on it um, my number five is actually Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I don't know if you guys remember the Moo Girl. She sing. She sings that song. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Oh that- no, that's Kylie. <laughs> Did you just mix up Kylie Minogue? No, 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 no. I got, oh. I got Doja, I got Doja Cat mixed up with the girl who sings that song. You're dead to me. So, uh, 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 whatever her her name is. Oh, um, Doja Cat. You probably don't remember her. She had literally three seconds of fame. Um. When the um, Moo song came out, the bitch I'm a cow, go Moo. Moo that song. It. So, right. 
So for me, the reason why I added her to this list is because that aside and her ignorant, you know, Twitter rant aside where she kind of threw herself under the bus, Doja Cat actually made some good songs. Like, she has a song called Roll With Us that came out this year that honestly is phenomenal. Like, that's my shit. Roll With Us by Doja Cat. One of my favorite songs to come out this year. And for me, it was mind-blowing because, like, I was really enjoying her. And then this Moo song thing happened. And she blew up. And she had all these streams and all these views. And people were trying to, like, position her and see, if, like, is she next? Can this girl actually be talented? She is pretty. Like, what's what's going to happen with her? And she didn't ruin it for herself. <laughs> like, I've never witnessed anyone, like, cancel themselves. Like, I know her PR team is or her management is like over her because she was literally getting and people would like enjoyed the moose song it was fun like bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow like it was fun <laughs> it was stupid but it was fun oh, and like where the what fuck made, have i been that i've never heard this song before <laughs> you don't you 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 will be i promise to god you will find yourself singing it for days like i i found myself singing like a gospel rendition of it that's how obsessed with it i was <laughs> um <laughs> but like i said prior to that she doja cat actually made really good songs like she had some jams so it was just it was, like, weird to see someone, like, have quality music, then put out something stupid for fun, and that blow up. And then, like, I was expecting her to harness that time and, like, promote her actual good music. And then she was just like, no, let me be homophobic and say some, you know, ignorant things about black people, although I'm a black woman. Like, it was just, like, I didn't get, it was just weird. It was weird. So we had to cancel her before she even got started. So Doja Cat's my number five. Okay. Um, my number four is going to go to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, I'm going to counsel you because uh, recently Kevin Hart was set to, well, it was announced by the Academy that he was going to uh, host the Academy Awards next year. And then all of a sudden, it he wasn't going to host it anymore after deciding that he did not want to offer an apology over yes, old he decided tweets and videos. As yeah, yeah, to apologizing. Yeah. yeah. But then ended up apologizing anyway. Anyway, which was so annoying. Like, which was just dumb. He was um, all, "Oh, I'm gonna stand up in my wrong. I ain't apologizing. Yeah. I'd rather step down and give up this opportunity." And then apologizing yeah. the next day, like. <laughs> mhm, mhm. And 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 his whole like reason for his whole statement about you know if you don't think people can grow and evolve, then you're talking to the wrong guy. Like really trying to dignify and make excuses for his ignorance and for. It's, it's like, here's the thing, Kevin. When you offend a group of people that are already marginalized Ooh. and already at risk for violence and, and, and other kind of shit, and you try to um, use your growth or <laughs> excuse for growth to not apologize, you're a piece of shit. Um, and I just feel like... And furthermore, not, not, if you've grown, you should be able to apologize because that means you understand you are coming from an ignorant place, which means you haven't grown. Exactly. Exactly. You haven't grown. You're still the same person that you were all those years ago when you made those jokes. And nothing has changed. All that's changed is that you're not hosting the award show and you shouldn't host the award show. Because here's the thing. We're in a, we're in a day and age where people use these platforms to speak out for what's happening. All these crazy injustices in the world. And we don't need anybody up there spewing hate and that doesn't stand for shit. So, Kevin Hart, 
I'm happy you're not hosting, and hopefully and she's you get not the even views that together. Funny, so honestly, it's not. Oh, definitely not funny at all. Right. Moving higher in the program. So my number four is actually going to be Remy Ma. <laughs> <sighs> this hurts me so much. I truly was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare we you? We wanted it. We wanted, we wanted melanin, you to win. Melanin magic. Melanin magic. We wanted it. We wanted it. you to win. Um, but, you know, Remy... So, the reason why I'm canceling Remy is not because her music has been bad, although that's true. I'm canceling her because she decided to join Joe Budden, who he can also be thrown in on this list, but I mean, I still kind of listen to him sometimes, so I really can't cancel him yet. Um... But she joined Joe Budden's State of the Culture um, web series or TV online talk show. I don't know what to consider it. Um, and for me, I was like, okay, this is cool. I, I, I love that Remy realizes that you know her music isn't really hitting. Time to branch out. There's so much more money out there to get outside of being a rapper. She's getting older. It makes more sense to like diversify her portfolio, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I was genuinely thinking... She was going to... I'm sorry, by the way, if I sound stuffy because I'm a little sick. Um, I was genuinely thinking that, like, she was going to be able to diversify her portfolio, like I said. Expound upon her career and, like, really show us another side. And also just... I expected her to be, like, a little bit of a voice of reason or to come from a place of at least getting niggas together. But she literally got on the show and was nothing but, like, a Twitter nigga in thigh high rented Manolo's like she just <laughs> she was just a badly dressed nigga in, in Louboutins like I just just a Twitter nigga with a good frontal like just a, just everything wrong with the the hyper masculine hypersexual black side of, of Twitter she was it in a fashion over dress Ooh, even worse, bitch! And you wearing cheap clothes <laughs> in a fashion over dress, and like pedal pushers. I don't know, but she just—I honestly, it was the—it was literally like watching a car accident happen, <laughs> and like you couldn't turn away. Like I would—I literally had to stop watching the show because. And I would—I tuned in for about four, ep- five, four or five episodes, thinking like, okay, maybe it'll get better. And it just progressively got worse. And she was just... Shout out to Scotty Bean, by the way, sis. I don't know how you did or do it. I don't even know if the show's still going on. But there was just so much ignorance there. And Remy was, like, the leader of the ignorance. She stood firmly in homophobia. And she said some really homophobic, transphobic things. Um, It was honestly the worst thing I've never seen, again, I've never seen someone bury themselves in that manner. And I don't understand how no one on her team said, hey, sis, this isn't good for your brand. The things you're saying, they're, they're, they're not very supportive of black women. They're not very supportive of the, they're not, well, they're not supportive of at all of the queer community. And it's like, for me, I would think that's the bulk of her fan base. So it's like, why? <laughs> like, why say these things? Why put yourself on the outs with these people when they're the main supporters of... I don't know. It just made no sense to me. And it honestly made me wish Nikki would have like finished her ass when they were going back and forth. 
Like Sheether did what it did, and um, it w- you know did what it was supposed to do. But now, Remy, you can kindly bow out, and I honestly would not miss you at all because I'm done with you. I want nothing else from you. I'm done. I'm done. Well, that's funny because we had the same person. I feel the same exact way. Um, you can keep doing your dark and lovely perm box commercials. Um, <laughs> you can keep doing your fashion overspreads. Um, but I feel the same exact way. Like, oh, oh, after I got wind of the whole state of the culture thing, I was like, oh, you know, I've never been much of a, a Remy fan, but I just feel like whenever you are like, when. <laughs> I just feel like, how dare you be the underdog and try to read somebody else? Like, Thank how you. Dare, how dare you be already shitted on and now you want to shit on somebody else? Like, come on, girl. You need I to be trying to bring uh, in as many people as possible, not ostracizing anybody else. Thank you. That's That's literally what it is for me. It's like you were the underdog and we were rallying with you and you decided to turn around and... and Shut the door in our face. So, in the words of Needy League Six, the door is closed. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Are we at number one now? We're at number two, but you just did yours. We're at number. Oh, I just did my number two. Yeah. yeah. My number cool. two is Nicholas Mirage. Onika Tanya mm. Mirage. Nicki Minaj. <sighs> I think people think I hate Nicki because I kind of do, but I actually don't hate Nicki Minaj. Like anyone that knew me, like when Nicki was first coming out, knows that I was I was low key ready to be a Barb before I understood what being a Barb truly was—the ghetto. Um, <laughs> when itty biggie, itty bitty piggy came out. And the Five Star Chick remix came out. And just all her first features. And I was like, oh, she's Trinidadian. Like, oh, this is lit. Like, finally. I wanted to love Nicki Minaj so bad. And then I realized, eh, not my cup of tea. Like, just as a person, she's not my cup of tea. And I still tried and I tried. And I've just come to the point, And, like, this year really did it for me, seeing how she tried to, like, because one thing with me, I hate people that victimize themselves, right? I oh, hate people yeah. that play the victim. Ugh. Yuck. She is a Only bully. Shit. She is a bully that tried to play the victim in the whole Cardi B situation. And then on top of that, she starts... The pole shooting thing was one thing. She never said anything about that and kind of blew it off and never gave... She's never been supportive of the queer community not outwardly at least and then seeing like i said the whole cardi b situation and how she tried to play that made me dislike her even more and then this boyfriend she now has i just don't get where nikki is in her life in her i don't know if well i've said this before i think she needs to go talk to someone because i feel like she's really battling with some issues that might go back to her childhood or might go back to like I don't know what, but nothing about what Nikki is doing right now, messing with someone that is a rapist, that is... Well, her brother's a rapist, right? He's a... Well, yeah, but she ain't got to date her brother. That's well, blood. I'm saying, I can understand. I... With that whole situation, I've always been like, uh, something ain't clean in that water, but it's her brother, so, like, whatever. 
But with this guy, you're at this point, you're just volunteering to surround yourself with niggas that are trash. Yeah. And then she even came out in the whole Kanye West, Pete Davids, Davis, uh, Davidson, Davidson thing and was like on their side. And I'm like, Ariana is your homegirl. Like, how awful are you that like you're it, I'm just I'm done with Nikki. The music hasn't been great. The attitude is the worst. Oh, I'm hits. just I'm done with Nikki. So I concur. Wait, did I skip? Um, no. Did I say Kanye no, no. West? No, that that's your number one must be. No, he's not. It. He's my number. Th- Girl, fuck Kanye West. I'm gonna keep it short. Okay. Uh, my number one is gonna be uh, to the GOP and Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, you guys know about what happened a few months ago when the Supreme Court uh, was getting ready to confirm uh, Donald Trump's pick for justice. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh was accused by uh, a few women of sexual misconduct. Yes. One one in particular, uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford uh, accused him of pinning her down and you and, and essentially attempting to rape her when they were in high school uh, at a party back in the 70s. Uh, I thought it was Brett college. Kavanaugh. No, 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 no. It was no. high school? Okay. It was high school, yeah. Um, but other women in his college days also uh, okay. came out, yes. But this, the main story happened when he was in high school. Apparently, they had a lot of beer, they were partying, and the way that uh, Christine Blasey Ford describes it, they were, you know, Brett Kavanaugh held her down against her will, pinned her down, and the only way she was able to break free was because Brett Kavanaugh's friend jumped on top of them and they all kind of ended up falling to the ground and she was able to run away and escape. And I just think that the reason he's canceled along with the GOP is that... The GOP is trash. Oh, it's trash. We're putting people in, in office for these lifetime appointments that are going to shape the way that our government is ran. They're going to shape the way our laws are put into effect. And I just think that if we have someone that can be confirmed when they have such uh, a hazy, unclear record, it's He's like, a predator. Hmm. He's a predator. And he's good. That means he'll allow predatory things to happen. And that means he doesn't value um, women and potentially people of color. You know, marginalize people in general, but especially yeah. women. He clearly doesn't value. So, I agree. I agree. And 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 you guys, when when we pass laws and when we're trying to get to get laws overturned, um, we we always go back and look at the history of, of other cases. And the, and the way that cases go are going to affect how laws are determined to pass in the future. So you know, Brett Kavanaugh canceled GOP canceled more than what you want trash 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 um my number one city girls ooh city girls anyone that knows me in the beginning of the year anyone that followed me I should say in the beginning of the year knows that I was a city girls stan from December or November I'm sorry of 2017 when I first heard of the city girls I was on board. These were two black women from Miami talking the kind of shit that I love to hear. And as a South Florida resident, someone that grew well, I don't live there anymore, but someone that grew up there, someone that is still very, very Miami at the core, very, you know, Broward County at the core, 
you know, I always say that's my second home. They, they felt familiar to me. It was like two Trinas, but not as epic. And I was like, this is this is great. They're fun. They're talking that shit. You know what I mean? Like they're brown skin girl. Like they're like I was like yes. What what more could I want? Like this is this is it. Like I'm here. I'm arrived. I'm ready to stand. And then like slowly but surely, JT's own non water drinking, old corrosive pussy having, old. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Not the ooh. Just she just ruined everything for me between her lack of eloquence between her ignorance and then what made okay because here here's what did really did it for me when the tweets from the city for girls first came out i was like okay you know what those girls are like 24 25 these tweets are from 2010 2011 i'm like it's eight years ago they were like 16 17 18 like sure we you know what i mean people said it say problematic things etc etc then <laughs> she was like oh no no no, no. i meant what i said <laughs> like i said what i meant and i meant what i said and then i was like wow okay okay i need to take a step back and then the song twerk came out and i was like okay i'm back i love the song <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes on The Breakfast Club. And then I was like, okay, yeah, no, so I'm done. Because it was like tripling down. It wasn't even doubling down at this point. It was like tripling down on everything that she said. And she would just... When people are unaware of of things that are obvious to me, it's hard for me to to stand behind them. Because I'm like, there have been so many major stories this year about young people of color killing themselves because of their they're being bullied for their sexual orientation by their parents there are so many stories about their p- parents killing their children mm-hmm. people of color that is killing their yeah. children because they came out to them their, their, their children thought it was they were in a safe enough space to come out to their parents and say hey i think i'm gay or i i like boys i don't know what this means per se because i'm only 10 but i like boys and Especially because I think what really did it for me was that that story that kind of went viral of the 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 parents that dropped their son on his head to beat the gay out of him, yeah, and killed him by literally picking this boy up, dropping him on his head to beat the gay out of him, and for her to go on the Breakfast Club literally within. I think hours or days of that story dropping and to triple down, like I said, on everything they've said or she said, that was enough for me. I don't care how much fun your music is. I can't support you if you're willing to have me or my people be out here getting murdered. I just can't. I, I plain and simple can't. So um, I'll just have to, like I said, rely on my good sis Megan the Stallion to give me the, the shit that I need. And I'm fine with that. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. So City Girls, my number one. Like I was really rooting for them. I wanted them to win. Cause they, they felt like home for a second. But I'm I'm cool on y'all. I'm cool on y'all. Cool on y'all. So that's it for um, the people we were rooting for. And yeah. we're 
getting ready to close it on out. Uh, we just have two more segments to give you all. Um, and this is for the things that we're looking forward to in 2019. So the, the five artists uh, that we're, we're looking forward to for 2019. So do you want to give your number five? Number five, Queen Beyonce. Please come back. I mean, I need some good, I need <laughs> She's good entertainment. She's coming. I need good entertainment. I need quality production. I need quality stage. I need quality tour. I need quality music. I just need the Queen back. Beyonce, we need a solo album. We need B7. Um, I mean, she's coming. I yeah. thought she was pregnant, but I don't think that anymore. She's coming. No, yeah, like bring it on. So that's yes. my number five. Uh, my number five is Cardi B. Um, I just I'm excited to see what she's going to do in 2019. I really hope her and her team, you know, get it right with this next project. Um, I need bops, I need jams, and I need to be concise. And I don't want a lemonade. I don't care about her and Offset getting back together. I don't want to hear about their love story. I just, I'm not interested. Just give me the jams and go. Cardi B's my number five. Number four is going to be myself, Malik Khalid. I'm excited about (laughs) doing what the fuck I want to do. I'm excited about all the shit that I'm about to do in 2019. Like, listen, bitches, be on the lookout because I'm coming. Coming for you hoes. I'm coming for you hoes. That's my number four. Um, my number four, shout out to the Yadidem, Shensia and Steph Don. Shensia dropped. I heard you got a new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Shensia dropped some of my favorite music in 2018. I'm actually trash for not including her on any of my top five because Pond Me is definitely one of my favorite songs this year. Pond Me is my shit. Uh, she dropped actually a bunch of records this year that I, I was really loving. Um, and Steph Landon, she, she's really coming with the things, and she's been doing so well and making noise. Um, and I just, I can't wait to see what both of them do in 2019. I'm really kind of, it would be a dream for me if Rihanna would just include them in the tour, just make it a thing, and just, you know, Caribbean girls kind of massive takeover. Just, you know, bring them all on tour, Riri. Bring them with you. Bring them with yes. you. So Steph Landon and Shensia, that's my number four. My number three is going to be the chocolate goddess, the dancing queen, Normani Corday. I love Normani. I just think that she's that girl for me that's like still under artist development, but she's like developed, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I guess she's making She's making her way. She did the whole Fifth Harmony thing. That's over. We know who she is. You know, she put out three buzz singles um, a few months ago. I liked all of them. She the Calvin them. Harris song. Let me tell you, that is a. I did not realize it was good. Like, yeah, because like I, checklist. I, I yeah. really like Normani, but I, I'll be honest, I don't check for her musically because I just don't think she'll. She's giving me what I want from her sonically, um, and I was okay with that because that's fine. But I heard the checklist song while I was shopping, um, and it jams. It actually goes yeah. so. It jams. Shout out to that. And 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 she and she's just a girl and she jams. And I just she's, like no, that. she's she dances her ass off. She's a performer. Yeah. She jams. She's a great performer. And and yeah. I and I can I can see her growing her artistry. I can see her, you know, t- taking what she has and trying to make it the best version of what she can possibly make it. Right. And I and I appreciate that. So I I hope that 2019 is good to her. I hope she she she's able to put out a whole body of work and tour and and do all that good shit. Yeah, hopefully B will bring her on tour. I would love um, that. That'd be that would be dope. Um, my number three is good sis hottie, Megan the Stallion. Um, hey. I absolutely I twenty nineteen is gonna be her year. 
Like I said, Pole Dancer with Wale, fire. Please go check that out, y'all. Jams. Her verse on there is so good. Um, and I know 2019 is going to be phenomenal for her. I hope she keeps her head on. I hope she doesn't allow any little side things to get to her. I don't want her in no beefs. Although she can spit, so she could definitely handle herself if she gets in one. But I just, I, I want the jams. I want the album. I want her. She's finally signed her record deal um, a few weeks ago. So I just, I can't wait to see what she drops in 2019. Nice. Um, my number two is going to be Dua Lipa. Dua hey. Lipa. I just love her. I love her. She's sweet. She's fun. She's cute. She I love her no, voice. She has no stage presence, but she has At dope, all. Sis posts, She has a she's literally, voice. She, she's literally like. and it's it's sad because her voice is like her tone and Mm -hmm. her her actual voice is good but like she gets on stage and just stands like it's like what happened it's It's like what the fuck happened and it's not even like she's a bad performer she just literally has no presence no mm -hmm. like it's just nothing there's nothing there i don't get how there's like i've never seen an artist where there's just there's like nothing there yeah, like all of her the productions, they just overtake her, and she just gets sucked and in. Even, and even for just... me, those even fall flat because of how flat she is. Exactly. It's like there's so much going on, but you really can't get into any of it because, like, you don't know what you should be getting into. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's bad. God, I agree. Like, ooh, please, yeah. Dua, hire me, please. Yeah, so Dua, I, I, I hope that you can slay me next year because, like I said, the album, uh, I love the album. I loved it. You know the visuals. I, I love how I love her tone. It's it's just I just love the the raspiness of it, and right. she's very rich and bold. It's very pink. So Dua, very pink. Yeah, it's it, it, it is very pink. I agree. So Dua number two for sure. My number two is none other than Solange Knowles. Ooh, that's um, a good one. Solange low key played us and told us that we were getting something from her before the year was over. Yeah, um, she did. <laughs> and then she like disappeared and was like, she her her Instagram says probably next year, <laughs> and which is funny to me because she's a troll. But yeah, I really can't wait to see what she delivers uh, next year. Her and SZA. I didn't add SZA on this list, but I'm excited to see what SZA does. Squirt, squirt on you niggas, uh, two dollar vocals and all. I'm excited to see what SZA does next year. But Solange, True is phenomenal. A seat at the table is phenomenal. I just can't wait for that next body of work because I know it's phenomenal. She says it's like jazzy, but like urban and hip hop and heavy and bassy, which all sounds like a great ass time to me. So I'm ready. Just put it out, sis. Please. Just put it out. Um, My number one is going to go to uh, the London town native, Emanike. I want to see him win in 2019. I'm rooting for everybody queer and black, and Absolutely. I'm rooting for him. Like I said, I love his album. Um, I love his. He has just a great. Voice. He's super talented. Yes, He's so talented. He can yes. write. He, he can, can write sing. his ass off. He when can I sing. heard him do the Mariah Carey "Lead the Way" challenge, I was like, "You better fucking did that. sing, motherfucker." He did that. He did that. Yeah. He like did. so, I just want to see him. Like I said, I can't, I can't wait to see him on tour next year. I want to see him kill it and just really own 2019. And EK, if you need somebody to do what pop in the background, just let me know. I got you. I'm like, down. I will, we can, I will we be can, back <laughs> Yes. We can definitely, like, you know, do what pop pop for you, you know. We don't just, mind. I will see those a, backgrounds. Listen, I do a good, good Ooh. low note. Like, I'm, I'm very bassy. 
can get down <laughs> and, you know just I, I got you if you need I also got a little range I can mix much I'm, okay let me stop <laughs> but no I'm, really, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward for Ebony K 2019 um, my number one of course is none other than the bad girl herself Robin Fenty bad gal um, I cannot wait for this project and also, I really hope the documentary drops with it. She's been oh, shooting yeah. a documentary with Peter Berg since literally 2014. Um, and I really... They said it's pretty much done. If I'm not mistaken, Peter Berg said a few weeks ago um, that it's pretty much done. It should be coming out soon. But soon was like two months ago. <laughs> so I don't really know uh, when it's dropping. But she did say 2019, she's officially releasing the album. So it's it's gonna be reggae dance hall, you know, fused with. I'm sure there's gonna be some Afro beats and some R&B and some pop in there. So I'm just I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Um, I personally feel like this is probably the last album we're gonna get from her for a while because sis is definitely on her business and personal things. All her friends are like getting married and having kids, so I'm sure she's not too far behind. So I cannot wait for this album. Um, I hope we get a full album. I want listen, sis. You've been gone for three years, three whole ass years. <laughs> so when this project drops, I want all the videos. I want all the live behind all the behind the scenes footage. I want all the live performances. I want yes. the tour. I want it all. Like I want yes. it all like i need you to go above and beyond and if you need my help like just let me know like you know you got my number like just hit me up like you know i'll uh-huh. do whatever you need. i got you like whatever you need creative and direction re- much like Vaughn, i'll also sing backgrounds as well yeah like whatever you need <laughs> if you need somebody to carry like your goyard purse like i got you just let me know just i'm i'm, I'm but no i'm really excited for this project because ugh, i've been needing new fancy music i was listening to anti the other day and like such a great body of work but i, I need i need i need it i need i need i, I need, need i need i need it okay yeah. um so the final top five is our personal top five yes the things that you will accomplish in in 2019 what are five things you will accomplish not want you will accomplish in 2019 you will you're gonna do it you're not gonna try to do it this is what you're gonna manifest you're gonna make it happen you're gonna have action behind it um my number five guys i'm gonna i'm gonna talk more about my hiv experience and um you know just more about it my feelings on it you know maybe how it happened um, just, just, just talk more about my experiences with it, and um, because people want to know, and I want to be able to inform and educate, and, and like I said, and that's what this show is about, and um, I want to help as many people as possible living with it. Um, I want to help. I want to help as many people as possible to go get tested, to get on prep, um, to just yes. be active about it. And I know that in order for that to happen, I have to be a change agent when it comes to my voice and actually talking about it. So I'm going to do that more in the new, in the new year. Absolutely. I'm going to do that too. Um, <clears throat> my number five is I want to live in 2019. I want to enjoy 2019. I want to meet. I want to mix. I want to mingle. I want to travel. I want to go out. I want to make more friends. Because one thing that I don't have that I really want is like a solid group of gay black male friends. Yeah. Um, 
I really, really, really want that. Like, I want, I need, I need my girlfriends. <laughs> like, yeah. I need my Sex in the City. Like, I need my group of, um, and I feel like as gay black men, we can, we're, we tend to be so hard on each other and like so like aggressive towards each other and very like not friendly and not nice to each other and that's honestly one of the things that's kind of kept me from even putting myself out there in regards to making friends in the community yeah because it is like a dog like there is nothing more vicious than gay black men like I'm oh sorry. my gosh yeah like they will cut like, you down listen y'all you up and spit you out y'all yeah. are afraid of the kkk i'm afraid of gay black men like because the community just seems so vicious sometimes like it just like even online like i've seen people like go from being cool with each other to airing each other out over seemingly nothing and i'm always like wow like y'all hate each other like it's just vicious vicious it could be a vicious community sometimes but there's also beauty in the community like i see so many people that have that the group of friends that i want and i see them grow together and like they reflect on things and just life is about experiencing things with people and i want to be able to look back in three years and be like oh my god remember when we took this trip or remember when we went there because i have that now with like my female friends but i want that with i need like a solid group of gay black male friends so that's my number five that's a nice one um my number four is having a mutual relationship where i speak my mind and stop masking my emotions to get what i want Mm. you guys what that simply means is stop being a manipulative bitch um that's exactly what the fuck it means like stop it Stop, stop, stop. Do not go into the new year doing that. Um, you know, just be real. Be, be be forthcoming. The worst thing someone can tell you is no. That's real. And guess what? Oh, well, you can move on. Um, so that's my number four. Just being, be, being, being more authentic, being more real with myself and what I want and speaking them at the very beginning and not waiting. That's real. That's yeah. real. My number four is to be happy. Mm. Um. I super struggle with happiness. Um, and I, I normally don't... I'm actually cringing as I'm literally saying this right now because I never talk... I don't like talking about my feelings or emotions. Yeah. It's the Jamaican in me and it's the Scorpio in me. I just don't... I don't like to... Because I feel like whenever you tell people you're not happy, they're always like, don't hurt yourself. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not. But I, I know... I, I want to be happy in 2019. Like, I, I don't want to be insecure. I don't want to be... I, I don't want to be unhappy. Like, I want to be happy. I want I want to find a place of, of comfort. And a lot of my unhappiness comes from... I want so much out of life, and sometimes I feel like I'm not going to get it, and that scares me, and that can oft... I often obsess over that space where I don't have the things that I want out of life. And I'm learning that like it's okay to not have those things, and that they're they're on their way, and you never know. Yeah. Like I'm not old. I'm not like 75. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like my life isn't over. My story is not done. There's there's so much that's written for me that I haven't even gotten to yet. That page has not been turned yet. I just have to prepare myself for when it, that page finally turns, so I can read that bitch. Um, I love that. And I just want to make sure that I'm I'm prioritizing my happiness. And fun. I want to have fun. 
Like, I don't allow myself to have fun at all. Like, I, I work so hard and I often, you know, kind of obsess over work and, and, and the things that aren't perfect or the things that I'm not happy with about myself. But it's like, no, I want to have fun. I want to be carefree. I want to make good decisions. I might want to make some fun, not so great decisions that I can, you know, that aren't bad, but they're just not so great. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I want to get drunk one time. I've never been drunk. I I just want to have a good time. I want to be less of a control freak when it comes to me and, like, how I carry myself. I just want to have more fun. Go to music parks, travel, just be happy and have fun. Mm, I like that. Happiness is a result, not a destination. You there can't we buy go. T- you can't buy a ticket there, but what you can do is sow good seeds that lead to you being happy. And I Come think you can do that, friend. Yes. Um, my number three is pay off all my fucking debt. I have some. I have some Woo! revolving. I have some revolving credit card debt. Just like every other American, I'm not in this alone. Um, and I want to. I want that to be at zero balance by this time. Actually, not. I want it will be Amen. at zero balance. Um, Mine is going to be my, paid off by March. Shout out to me. <laughs> Sorry to put that out there. <laughs> okay. Shout yeah. out to me. March, come March. Your boy might be debt free. That's why I be working hard and not going anywhere right now. Because, you know, paying off debt. At March. Get here, girl. Unless somebody wants to loan me a few thousand, then I'll just be there before then. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, it's slated for March. <laughs> the way my budget is set up. Uh, my number three is learn Spanish. Nice. Ever since I've, it was funny. Ever since I moved to New York, I live in Harlem. Shout out to anybody that's in Harlem. If you're in Harlem, you know that literally everyone's Spanish. <laughs> like everyone is Dominican, Puerto Rican, El Salvadorian, just um, Mexican. Like everyone is Spanish, <laughs> especially where I live in Harlem. And like, ironically, I feel like when I was in Atlanta, I was more fluent in Spanish because the majority of the ladies that I worked with. I work in housekeeping. The majority of the ladies that I worked with were Spanish. They were Latin of Latin descent. So, um, and a lot of them didn't speak fluent English. So, like, my Spanglish was really, really getting good. Like, mm-hmm. I was really getting good. And moving to New York, it's actually gotten worse because a lot, most of the ladies that I work with are Caribbean or uh, white. Or Europe, like European, I should say. Or there's I actually work with a lot of Latin ladies as well, but they all speak English very fluently. There's only like one lady that isn't super fluent in English. So it's actually gotten worse ever since I moved here. Although everyone around me, like all my neighbors, like when I'm walking around outside, like in my block or whatever, everyone speaks Spanish. So I gotta step my Spanish up. Like I'm, I need to be better. I will be better. Do you have Duolingo da- downloaded? I do, but I don't use it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a plan for, you know, my, myself for next year. So just, okay. you know, call me Spanish Town. Okay. I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. My number two is, is going to be launching my website, Um hey. I've been procrastinating on it for just so long and it's just like girl just get it fucking done just get it done just do it it's you know it doesn't have to be perfect but put it up have it be able to type in in the the url and and actually something comes up you know like just do it you know it's not going to be perfect but 
if you start it, remember, it gets better. Absolutely. So, I'm going to take my own advice and go ahead and launch my site. I cannot wait, friend. I cannot wait. Thank you, friend. I cannot wait. Um, my number two, much like yours, just to fucking do it, is lose this last little bit of weight I have on. Like, 2018... I, although I did lose weight in 2018, for the most part, I've just maintained. Like, I've been, there's been this up and down of, like, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. And then there's also been just a lot of none, neither. Just, like, a lot of in the middle. Which, shout out to my body, because, like, I honestly have not been as consistent as I should have been. Especially this past, like, three months. When I was depressed and shit. Ooh, that's an ugly bitch. Um, <laughs> depression is an ugly bitch, man. It is. Um, but I just need to fucking do it. Like, I'm literally, like, 15, 20 pounds away from my goal. I just need to do it. I just need to tone up. Um, and the thing is, like I said, my body's actually really responsive to, like, when I eat properly and when I go to the gym. And I'm not to – I'm built nicely. Shout out to God and genetics. Like, I am built and I'm tall. I have broad shoulders, I have thick thighs, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm... That ass. Stop. <laughs> I mean, listen, you, you like thick thighs. I'm just going to keep going, like, keep describing this, this vision. I just need to, like, get it together. And I'm actually really excited because I'm actually going back to be... I'm going to be what I like to call a pesco vegetarian. Because um, one of the things that I've been doing, and I kind of just realized this, I've been under-eating. And when you under eat, you end up finding yourself like I, I at least I would find myself eating, quote unquote, what I think is clean all day because I'm like barely eating. And then come like nighttime, my body would be like, bitch, I need food. So and then I would overeat at like the end of the night. So I'm, I've, I've kind of revamped my whole outlook on eating and I'm just I'm ready and I'm I'm coming for you hoes come spring like. That's it. Coming for you, hoes. My numero uno uh, is going to be. I want to teach in twelve cities next next year. Um, Ooh, come on, tour! I want to go on a whole yoga tour. I'm thinking one big city a month, twelve months, twelve cities. That's my idea. That's dope. Um, I was able to teach in Chicago last month, which was. Oh, actually, this month, um, which was amazing, and so I want to kind of keep that momentum going. I want to continue to like uh, expand my yoga reach across the world, and especially in our great country, USA. And that's my goal. She, teach... I... hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> she, uh, I... she cute. So yeah, so I want to be able to expand my reach with my yoga brand, and you know, teach in different cities, and hopefully teach internationally soon. So that is my numero uno goal for twenty nineteen. And my number one is to be consistent. That's, that's a my good one. number one goal for next year is to be consistent. Um, if nothing else, 2018 taught me that I need to focus on consistency in every aspect of my life because that's the only thing that gets me the results that I want. Um, that's with this show. That's with... Um, the gym that's with work that's with all things Vaughn like I need to be consistent um that's because that that honestly is the only thing that yields the results that I want um when I'm consistent in the gym 
my body looks great. When I'm consistent with my eating, oh my god, even my skin, I haven't been I haven't even been consistent with taking care of my skin. So it's just in everything next year when it comes to all things in my life, like from having fun to working to to playing hard to the things that I want for myself creatively, in all the things that I do, I need to be consistent. And I know if I am, it'll yield the things that I want. And I will be. So I will get the things that I want in 2019 because I will be consistent. Consistency. That's my Consist- word for 2019. Consistency. Consistency. It's key. It's key. It's key. I think I'll piggyback on that and make that my... Uh... Numero uno, 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 mucho one. Yeah, yes. I, I like that too. Consistency. Consistency. So thank you guys for listening. Um, that's it for this long ass episode. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much because growing up gay really was uh, something that Malik and I came up with. And we it wasn't ready when we launched it. And we've kind of honestly stumbled through it <laughs> this whole year for being transparent. Um, yeah. But we've learned so much over this past year. And there's so much that we have planned for all things growing up gay. Um, this really has just been the beginning. But it's beautiful because this time next year when we're established and growing up gay is far closer to what we actually want it to be, we'll be very proud of it. And I can't wait to look back and see how far we've come in 2019 and uh, we are taking a break yes so january all of january we will be getting some things together um but we'll be seeing y'all in february and all throughout the spring we have a lot of dope things planned uh please check out malik's uh profiles um he did two profiles he has one that we've shared before with wesley and another with terry thierry so please be on the lookout for those and um you can catch us on our personal social medias um me on instagram at vonagram or on twitter at underscore von and malik uh at yo malik on twitter on instagram i'm at malik khalid yoga m-a-l-i-k-k-h-a-l-i-d yoga this has been an amazing, amazing ride that I've taken with Vine. When we came up with this show, it was just an idea. And I'm so happy that we've been able to just start. And right. um, it's only up from here. It's only right. up from here. It's going to get better. We're going to continue to bring you guys good stuff. And I'm just really excited to be a part of this with you, Vaughn. I love you. Love you too. Oh, and also, please check out if you're if you need a podcast to listen to um, with gay black men as the voices. Please check out the Millennial Mess podcast yes. um, that was started by my friends Domi and Justin, and it is dope. It's actually so so funny. Uh, their first episode honestly had me. I was on the train going to work dying laughing, like looking like an idiot, walking and laughing. Like it's honestly hilarious. So check out the Millennial Mess podcast. Um, they're a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. And um, if there's anything, any questions or anything, you can always reach out to us individually at Vaughn at com or Malik at com. Please go to the website, com for all other inquiries and we hope you guys have an amazing end of the year an amazing 2019 and remember be consistent 
Yes. Be consistent. Be okay? consistent. Love you guys. Ciao. Bye. Saving this for